Time Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU. This is the Experience Points Radio Show. We are... We're back. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've, you've I've been always been you've here. You've been here, right? I've been here, but t- to be honest, I haven't been here. You haven't I've been, been here, here, but I haven't. In spirit. In, uh, in, Not in even body, in spirit. In body, yes. In spirit, no. No in mind either. It's just... My mind has been on my thesis. Oh, my yeah. You did the defense. You I did, did my defense, defense of, my clo- of my thesis last night, and I... Couldn't have a match. Monday. Uh, yes, okay. this Monday. Uh, Tuesday uh, right now. Yes, because uh, when we're recording this is Tuesday. It's going to air tomorrow. Yeah, so Monday. Nice. Um, if the if I, I couldn't have imagined it going any better. Awesome. So you I have a very limited imagination. I, I am not that there particularly were unicorns, bright. naked unicorns. At, I'm uh, not a particularly clever guy. Oh, okay. I'm pretty dumb I about most. Dis- of I would disagree. <laughs> but uh, no, my defense was unbelievable. I actually got an applause for one of my responses. Awesome. So uh, from the everybody thought it was very witty and funny and right on the money. And uh, but I knew my stuff as well. So you I know, I like how you just rhymed. Witty, funny, right on the money. I love oh, did that. I? That, that I was just rhymed. It's uh, so good. You should listen to I'm this a show poet later. And I'm not even aware of it. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm MG, by the way. We oh, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We need to do this. I'm yeah. Dustin. Uh, this is the Experience Points Radio Show. We op- uh, opened it up with Power User by MC Front a lot. This is mm-hmm. where we drop nerd and geek knowledge and we talk about defenses and thesi yeah, and the, theses. Of the thesis. Of the, <laughs> the specific thesis. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm ready to be kind of done with it. Yeah. You, um, let's talk about something else. You have a very nice haircut. Thank you. I like your hair. You have a very nice skid toe because you've been on holiday oh, on been, your honeymoon i've been on a honeymoon i got uh i got married to uh to my wife to a wedding i didn't go to no you you had a thing you were you were at a job I interview was, or something I, I was not a job interview it was for my thesis oh, okay the, the guy was i knew it was important right it, it was the interview was for the plan was the interview was for 3 30 and i get back at 4 30 right. change real quick head over but to things yours. things didn't go as planned i sat there till 5 30 oh my gosh then right and then i finally was able to talk to the guy at like six and then i sat in new orleans traffic for an extra hour and 45 minutes i would have just probably killed myself i i <clears throat> i mean new orleans traffic let me look people are are listening yeah. to this online. We're online, by the way. exppoints.com. Always double tap the P. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, all this stuff. But people that don't know, that are listening to this online, have never been in New Orleans traffic. And oh, I talk yeah. bad about New Orleans and Baton Rouge traffic. I'm sure there's traffic, like, pain points everywhere. Yeah. You know, like, people talk about, like, the the, the thing next to the gallery in Houston. And, but 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 it's traffic, no matter where you find it, traffic's always terrible. Yeah. And um, there's nothing to do. Because as soon mm-hmm. as you realize you're in traffic, in all of my instances of accidentally, like, oh, no, now I'm in traffic. This is my life. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get out of traffic. You're just stuck there for mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. You have to pee. Yes, always. There's no bottles anywhere. Or you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Or you have food, but you realize that you feel sick. Or there's some sort of pressing engagement you want to yeah. go to. Yeah, or yeah, there's something the, you want to do at home. Yes. There's just always something else you just don't want to be I can't there. wait till we do this thing where we can instantly like clone ourselves somewhere else and then destroy the original. Like this teleport, whatever you want to call it. Like uh, the, I want to imbue my soul on the A very sun. altered carbon way yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, I, I want. I want there to be a way for me to instantly go from one place to another without me having to spend a ton of time, without it being like neglectfully wasteful. Like I, I, want, I want that to technology and I want to get through the bureaucracy and I want to uh, if I have to run for office to make this a thing we need teleport Matthew ran on the platform of desire to transfer consciousness to clones of himself yes yes I mean what knowing party does how that, what party affiliations I don't under? know but I know my laziness like, I forgot something in the kitchen 
<laughs> and like the old me just dies. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my god, um, great. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't want to spoil it for you, but I got married. Yeah, uh, you weren't there, but I, 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 we couldn't wait any longer. You said yes. Though. That's yeah, what I, I did. Was I did about. say. Well, I said I do. Oh um, yeah. I, I wanted to make it funny and be like, oh, yeah, huh, or something. But no, another time. No, not the time. I, uh, I am constantly being not ridiculed, but, but there are moments where uh, my, my wife is always saying, you know, you the, the thing where you ruin like sentimental romantic moments, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, but I mean seriously, blitz ball wasn't that fun in Final Fantasy X. Like, yeah. I, I'll, I'll instantly jump tracks to something else, uh, which it wasn't that fun. People, like, really romanticized that game. It was terrible I, in, in I, retrospect. I took a... <laughs> I downloaded that game, the HD whatever. I looked at it. What time? And then which time? <laughs> which I, time they remade it? <laughs> wait, no kidding. Uh, I had it for Steam. I opened up, and I could tell you the exact moment I hit Alt-F4, which was when they opened up that skill tree. Yeah. And you have to all the bubbles, and you have to connect the bubbles. I looked at it and went... This no. is a gaming mechanic that we we no. evolved and we progressed upon, and I just can't, I can't do it anymore. No, sir. I um, yeah. No. I think I got. I got. What did I get? I got to maybe the island, like where you get where, where Titus meets uh, the guy with the hair. The guy. I soon. Yeah, that's about where and, I was. And and right whenever they wanted to do some stuff, I'm like, I just don't know how. I why did I want to buy this game? Like, why, why did I want to play it so and much? I don't think it's aged very well. But we're talking about anyway. that Final Fantasy X just took over the conversation. Yeah, about yeah you no, getting married. I got married, uh, and then uh, it was a great marriage. Uh, the best, really. I got all these people. They said it was fantastic. Uh, it was <laughs> that was it very was, Donald Trump. It was it was, it was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Best, best marriage. marriage best um, marriage ever. Ten out of ten would marry again. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah. So the fun thing about marriages or about weddings is that in this wedding, I mean, it was it was a, a decent size wedding. It was like two hundred people. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's good. And uh, it was very traditional style wedding. Um, but my wife and I couldn't see everybody. Like, we were pulled in every direction. And, uh, you know, we was like, as soon as we were done saying I do, and the, the guy's like, power best to me, you know, state of Louisiana, you're now married or, married or whatever, go. Okay. And, and then we leave, and we have to, like, scarf down a little bit of food. Okay. Because, and I didn't realize this, we're not going to have time to do that throughout the rest of the party. Okay. So we scarfed it down. She changes into like the not the wedding dress. Like apparently there's another dress. That, yeah, yeah, there's like, that, a, like a going reception. Not, yeah, yeah, like a reception dress. It was like five changes for her. Like I just wore a tux. Um, but we go out, we do the first dance. And I think I had told you that we were doing, I was doing these dancing lessons. We were, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were attending dance class. And the, um, it, it's really, it really paid off, but the 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 anxiety generating thing was that three days before the wedding, we had about two and a half minutes of not choreographed time uh-huh. in the song. It was a five and a half minute long song, so we had I say that we had about three minutes. It was we had two and a half minutes choreographed. We had the rest that was nothing. So for the last three days, and we couldn't spend time at the dance academy learning more. Um, and they, they they were throwing a lot of uh, very unique things at us so it was like unique thing unique thing unique thing and we're like we have a lot of steps to remember all of a sudden so we took it to the carport uh, and we moved all the cars and we literally just danced for several hours after all of our stuff they were closed at that point but after all of our daily work was done we would show up at her parents house and we would dance until we felt that we had something good very footloose uh, very footloosey except it uh footloosey is like uh, it sounds like a um a different type of movie. It sounds like a fetish porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
I want that snippet. Your, my ringtone for you is like it sounds like a fetish porn star. <laughs> Very dry. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, so we we figured out the dance. We got the dance out of the way, uh, and then we we finished out the night. And two days later, we we uh, hopped the plane to Costa Rica, and nice. I spent two weeks two weeks in a day in Costa Rica with her. And she uh, it was it was the best adventure we could have hoped for. It was a mm-hmm. fantastic, perfect honeymoon. Um, the places that we stayed were really great. TripAdvisor is big there, so we're gonna you know give reviews for all right. of them and and do all that. But it was it was really fantastic. The downside was that I'm I'm I you know and this is separate. Like I was having the time of my life, but. I, I haven't played any Red Dead 2. I haven't <laughs> I haven't done anything. I got home and I'm like, oh, Ark Extinction, Ark Survival yeah, uh, Extinction um, released. And I was like, let, let me install that. Oh, it already installed. My computer was on the entire time. Let me play that a little bit, you know. Let, well, me, let me get into games again. Thankfully, uh, you have your buddy, your buddy Dustin here has, mm. has been playing all the things and working on his thesis at the same time. Outstanding. Somehow. But we're not going to talk about the thesis. We're not going to talk about that thing. <laughs> we're going to talk about Red Dead. We're going to talk about Pokemon. We're going to talk about Fallout. Yep. We're going to talk about nerd stuff. Pokemon did a weird thing. <laughs> when I was gone, they dropped the trailer for uh, Pika- Detective Pikachu, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Who? Who? Who cast him? <laughs> I just I have to look around. Who cast Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? And then I, I heard the joke. I said, "Man, the stride, the, the lengths this guy's going to go to, so he can make a joke about it in Deadpool 3. Yeah. And I'm like, "That's perfect." But how? And then like, and then there's Once Upon a Deadpool coming out, which I, is a PG-13 Christmas version of Deadpool with, 2. With Fred Savage has been kidnapped, right? And Deadpool's it reciting picked, the story to just, him. It's just it's just crazy. The world went insane when I went to Costa Rica. It, uh, or or those are some right, eff- effects gonna, of chemical injection was, plantains. We're going we're gonna to talk about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. It was what I was going to talk about. We do need to talk about Detective Pikachu. Okay. The, do you want to go to two songs and come back for it? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go Jimmy and Sally by I Five Dragons and Light Up the Night by the Proto Men. We'll catch you after the break and we're going to talk about You're rubbing your eyes like this is going to be an extreme trial, like I'm, an effort of patience, <laughs> an endeavor of, of uh, we need to be more stalwart it, than we are. What's I, going on? You okay? If I. You got some drink there. Was a, there. I think. I don't believe in reincarnation, but there was a quote about Ulysses S. Grant I heard from Ken Burns' The Civil War, where somebody says, Ulysses S. Grant has a look upon his face where he's about to, where he looks like he's going to drive his head into the wall and he's about to do it. (laughs) And I'm like, I think I'm him. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... We'll find out after these messages. (laughs) (laughs) I'm MG. I'm Dustin. This is the Experience Points Radio Show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Hey, we're back on Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU, still the Experience Points radio show. I am still MG. I'm Dustin. You just heard Light Up the Night by the Proto Men, and before that, open the whole thing up with Jimmy and Sally by I Fight Dragons, um, which I, I personally don't do. I've never beaten Skyrim. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I said, you know what would have been really great um, is if Bethesda could have generated a game that I could actually beat instead of just like I get tired and exhausted from playing. It's not a bad game. I just I feel no pressing like urge right. to actually complete it because and I've tried since what 2011 or 2009 whenever it came out. So anyway, what were we talking about? <sighs> Detective Pikachu. All right, so you are completely drained of all um, <laughs> of all like this would be easier if I could just know how to feel about this 
eye. I think that would be the easiest thing. If I knew how to feel about what I saw. There, there's there's this feeling of back in my day, so the kids' movies today about their, their cartoons, and you see like Detective Pikachu, and then you see back in my day, and you see a Goomba from the Mario movie and a Goomba in real life. Right. <laughs> like a Goomba in, in, a, in a game. Well, let's, let's be honest. This Pikachu looks pretty darn close mm-hmm. to what a yeah. Pikachu would look like, yeah. I think. I yeah. think they did. And that's the thing. It's like... Looking and seeing these Pokemon like actually really well done and everything like that, it's like, wow, this is really neat and everything. But then, like, every scene, there's a Pikachu talking, and out of this Pikachu's mouth is Ryan Reynolds being sassy. Right. And it's like, it's effectively Deadpool, but Pikachu. Right. And I'm not. Like I, I'm not saying that to be ironic. It is. It it just is. Like like Ryan Reynolds has done such a good job of just becoming this character. Yeah. Or the character, you know, just being written really well for that specific type of sarcasm. It's just they're inseparable now. Right. And he's. It's very bizarre because it it is Deadpool inside a little Pikachu body, and he's running around being Pikachu, a, a detective. And it's like I'm never. <laughs> there's a spot spot in the thing where he the guy goes, I don't want a Pokemon, and then Pikachu goes, How about a world class detective then? And I am and I'm sitting here doing like this. What <laughs> is that leap? <laughs> what? Why You're still are a you? Pokemon. Why are you one? There's so it, it asks. Also, how so are you world class detective? How are and you a world class detective? It, by what measure? By one, how do you even know what that is? Right, like the, how to poke. God, I didn't examine it as close, but I'm. I'm you have looking, to like. I am looking. I have a. I, we're both detectives now. We're examining this. We're investigating. We're doing an autopsy we're, on this we're, trailer. We're breaking. Look, this is gonna make a ton of money. Oh, I'm, 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 this is gonna make a ton of money. Matt, we're seeing this. Yeah, no. Like that's well, what angered so, me so the he, most. Here's here's <laughs> yes. So I I'm a big fan of Battle Angel Alita from the manga. Okay. And Alita Battle Angel by James Cameron is the adaptation that he's been working on Passion Project for like a decade. Right. And I saw the first couple trailers and the most recent one is great, but I saw the first couple one and I'm like, "Oh, this is it looks this is Valley. That's it, like real hard too. And the the I'm tying this back, so just give me a segment of the segue. But I would have never, in my wildest dreams, thought that I would see Detective Pikachu the movie, the trailer, and go, "That looks better than this movie by James Cameron yeah. about this thing that I was already predisposed to liking. Like I already yeah. have these predis- you know predispositions towards this towards Alita." And I don't really care about Pokemon. I didn't watch it growing up. I didn't play the game growing up. I have never finished a Pokemon game. I stopped playing Pokemon Go once it was no longer trendy. I wanted Ingress back. Yeah. I've just never done it. And I see this movie and I go, I'm compelled. I, I, having played my childhood being Pokemon Blue on the Game Boy, Mm -hmm. one of the first games I just completely lost myself playing, um, this is something that, like, I've been wanting for a while, but... If I ever would have guessed, somebody said to me, Dustin, they're going to make a live-action Pokemon movie. I'm going to go, oh, that's awesome. Is it going to be like, you're going to go to all these gyms and everything like that? And they would have been like, no. What is he going to be doing? 
solving crimes. <laughs> you know that I you know that beg, like Team Rocket. You know that uh, no Ace Ace like, lawyer game from the DS. Like homicide. It's gonna be like Pokemon plus that. <laughs> Okay, so like, who's he solving Plus crimes? Sherlock Holmes. Pikachu's just Sherlock Holmes and yeah. Pikachu's body. But wait, but wait, we're gonna get Ryan Reynolds. Who's Ryan Reynolds? You, you'll you'll love him. You'll love him. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember Deadpool? Do you, I'm a small child. Yeah. I don't I don't I, know who Deadpool is. Give it a minute. About. You're gonna love Deadpool. <laughs> I don't know who Ryan Reynolds is. He's the guy from Waiting. He's the Green Lantern. <laughs> He's Pikachu. <laughs> Man almost did a spit take. Oh my. These are very expensive microphones. I would hate to have to buy another yeah, one. Yeah, he spit legit all, almost I spit, did it. I spit I energy him. drink all over. Um, this is insane, and I, it's going to make a lot of money. And even if it's bad, I think it probably will not be the last live-action Pokemon movie. It uh, they've got it's it's one of those things where it's too it's too designed to fail. It's it's designed to be ridiculous. It will be ridiculous. It might be at at worst. It might just be like regular normal Pokemon. But I mean, it might be heartwarming. Ryan Reynolds is playing a, a Pikachu that's involved in the criminal. And he has that hat, that cute little He's hat. He's got on. a little hat. But little the Pikachu hat. is like, I'm involved in the criminal justice system. Yeah. And I'm well, and, and Ryan and the, Reynolds. The, the great thing is, no one can. So it's, I'm they, they pull, die. they pull a, uh, a was it a a Mewtwo? They pull like a Mewtwo where. Only like yeah. in the in the series, like apparently only one Mewtwo was able to talk. No, so it was just, telepathy. Was in the po- in the Pokemon movie was. Oh, that. was that it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I've I've seen some episodes. He returns later in one of the movies too. Okay, as kind of like a character, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, didn't didn't know that. Yeah, um, he I thought he I thought back. he could just talk normally, and he was the only one that could. But so here's the thing, though: no one can understand these Pokemon, right? Um, they, they, I mean, it's not like an R two D two situation where it's like I assume there's a droid language and you can understand. Right, like droid. it's like a binary. You can kind of get your right, head like whistles it. and beeps and everything. No, no, no. Like Pokemon, just say their names, and you can infer like Pika Pika. I'm just my best Pikachu, but like you're sad or you're happy yeah. or just with inflection, you know. And this character is the only one who can understand Pikachu. Is the only one who hears right. Ryan in Reynolds. the world, right? And and we don't we don't. We don't understand why that's a thing yet. The trailers have not divulged that, which is right. fine. Don't give everything away in the first trailer. Oh, I, I'm sure it has something. Now, if I was writing this, I'd be like, oh, maybe an accident with like a psychic type Pokemon. Like maybe a psychic type Pokemon hit him during. Maybe a match. that's why he can't do the thing he wanted to do. Yeah, in his life. that's how I'd write it because he's like, you were going to be a Pokemon trainer, and you were going to be, and he was on his way to do that. Right. And then like that's how I would have written it. It's like, and then something terrible happened. Like, that's very consumable. That's a very consumable oh, storyline, but it yeah. doesn't matter what the story is. It, it's it almost. almost Matters zero percent. Ryan run Deadpool. Oops, yeah, sorry. it's Deadpool. A, I'm like punching the microphone. I know this. I've been doing the same. Deadpool. Thing we've been so is animated. Po- is a Pikachu. The Pikachu yeah. can talk. It's not just Deadpool saying Pika Pika. Yeah. It, it it's live action and it looks fantastic. Well, the other people hear Pika Pika. Right, right, right. They but, they but established also, that in the trailer. I also think it's probably the original voice actress that's saying it. Yeah, I, I heard it and it sounded like the original. It Pikachu. sounded very original. Where, where it's like, it wasn't it's Ryan like, Reynolds doing. I was this. hearing it. You know what? I wonder if I like listened to it with like my my headphone headphones. Yeah. If I couldn't hear kind of the old audio sound. Uh, if I really be, broke it down. Because um, it sounds original, original. Well, yeah, yeah, but the but the uh, the voice actress isn't like hasn't passed away or anything. No, that's right? true. No, so, no, no, but I mean she your voice has changed. Chris, probably CRISPR, but the uh, the trailer. I mean, as far as making these Pokemon look live action, 
they're not going to look any. To me, I was like, oh, they look. Charizard looks like a badass. You yep. know, he looks cool. Mister Mime looks ridiculous. A, ridiculous, looks but ridiculous. he's a ridiculous character. But uh, there, there is the. I feel like they do some of them better. Like the hairy Pokemon, like the furry mm-hmm. ones. Um, they definitely look way better than the non-furry ones. And mm-hmm. I think that's because of the shading and the type of color. Right. You could do so much more with the hair and lighting effects versus like Mister Mime is a ridiculous looking character. It looks flat. Like, it's 3D, clearly, yeah, yeah. but it, it looks flatter because there's not much you can work with. But that's not saying that's the final result. I mean, right. The great thing is, like, the, the actors are probably done shooting their scenes or they're wrapped. Yeah, and they could probably... It, now it's just back, you know, it's the closet, it's the, the editing room. There are two... There's cutting two, floor. Right. There, but there's there's two Pokemon I'm a really big fan of, and I do hope to see them. Because it'd be really cool to see. I hope I see some ghost-type Pokemon, because mm-hmm. I think you could do some really cool things animation-wise with that. You know, Gengar is... I think uh, Gengar's uh, for ghost-type is my favorite. Is that the monkey? No, Gengar is a, he's a big purple blob and he's got a big grin on his face. Okay. And then there's one called Dragonite and he's a chubby cute dragon and I love him. Okay. He, and he's got a belly and he's cute as a button and I think he's the best. I think the internet has pretty much solidified that Cubone. Cubone. going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um I said Mewtwo. I, meant, I, I said Mewtwo. I meant Meowth. Meowth. That's. I meant Meowth oh, earlier. okay, okay. That's I what I meant earlier because I was like, you said psych, psych, like telekin, teleke, uh, telekinesis. Te- telekinesis. No, yeah, yeah. That Meowth uh, was but unique. Mouth, Meowth was unique. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, um, I don't watch Pokemon. I'm speaking from a position right, of right. So um, um, we'll see. We'll see. But it's going to be interesting. This uh, this is a good segue though. Detective Pikachu is a good way to segue to, to into the actual the things you, you wanted to talk about. So the Switch release of Pokemon, uh, the Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee games that came out for switch those are two separate games two separate games those are two different games um before we get into this yeah i am increasingly bothered by that maneuver i am too i hate i've hated it all the way back you know what pokemon red pokemon blue releasing them at different times yeah that was fine but whenever you started rolling out arguably the same game same platform small changes I get why that is efficient use of an engine. Yeah. But I could never wrap my head around why somebody and I get I get why now. Mm-hmm. But I can never wrap my head around why somebody would want to buy both of these games. And the goal is you don't buy both of them. You buy one, someone else buys the other and you trade and back and the, forth. the problem with that being now is that this thing's integrated with Pokemon Go. Oh. Oh really? yeah, Pokemon Go, you Pokemon caught and Pokemon Go will be able to be played on this thing when that's I don't think it's up yet but it'll you can do that huh. on Pokemon yeah interesting they've taken a lot of um they got some things I'm not a big fan of I know but I know right. I'm gonna come off as a Pokemon purist but there were a reason for it um Pokemon are in wild grass still mm-hmm. but you can see them and who they are oh so you can just ignore and avoid Correct. That's a no. That kind of takes some of the the mystery out of it. I mean, yeah. I, I can definitely. I remember Final Fantasy VII. Those random encounters just killing me. Like, yeah. Like just I, I'm going. I don't want to play this game anymore. It's nothing but random encounters. But that was part of the game, right? And you kind of have to assume that I'm going to have a random encounter when I go through any place that is in the city. And for you know, if it's not a cobblestone road. You're, you're, you're gonna chance, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna get you know you're gonna get hit with something. And that's to me, it's removing it to where you could just pick what Pokemon you want to go after. That's kind of 
That's kind of not fun. That's just like going. I want this. I'm Why like, don't you just sell me the Pokemon for a microtransaction? No kidding. And like that. And that's what Why it feels like. Why don't you just like. give me? I'll for fifteen cents. I'll buy a level one, whatever the heck. And and then the Pokemon are not caught with the strategy of a battle system anymore. It looks like it's use. <laughs> you use a motion controller and you flick it at the Pokemon. Uh, like the Pokemon. So is there like thing. a like a PGA Tiger Woods golf meter that like you have to like? Essentially, it's a closing circle. Okay. And so it's an element of randomness. Just like Pokemon Go, then. It's Pokemon Go, but $50. I just can't. I, so what's the... Okay, okay, you know what? Let's not... Let me, let me devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. What's redeeming about it? Have you bought it? Have you purchased it? I haven't purchased it. Um, what's uh, good about this I game? I can tell you right now, it's very... Uh, as far as graphics, it's a, they do a good job recreating the original Pokemon Red and Blue games, because that's what it is. It's a recreation of those areas. Oh, okay, so I'm like... I have pocket Mortys on my phone. And, yeah, you know, it's like that'll the, yeah. the effectively the same thing as Pokemon uh, at this point. So I, they do a lot better of a job. Kind of, they do a lot better of kind of like getting the relationship between Pokemon and things. They were kind of just numbers and stats in the original. This yeah. one that feels a lot more personable. Okay, um, but uh, battle systems are. There seems to be a lot less number crunch going on in the battle system, which I don't know how to feel about certain things. Uh, Pokemon have always described as simple to get into, complicated to fully, fully, fully understand are, how it all are, works. Are you are you saying that they introduce an element of like luck, like programmatic luck? No, like a like a variable number that no special uh, super effective attacks are probably more than likely going to knock out whoever you're up against in one hit. Oh wow, so no regardless okay. of stats okay. really. It's going to knock them out. This starts a balancing issue. Yeah. Of that rock paper scissor effect is getting that gets real heavy at a point. That always had a bearing on the outcome of Pokemon. It was an important thing to factor in. But you also had other things like, okay, well, you know, this Pokemon's not going real good, but his special defense is a lot better, so I'm gonna keep him. There was a lot to manage. Again, simple to understand. You know, but it was a lot deeper once you start getting into the system. It doesn't feel as deep now. They made it a lot shallow for. So it's just like the barrier for entry is kind of lowered even more. Like the barrier for entry to mastery. Right. Or it's, to at least accomplishment. But this doesn't feel like the competitive Pokemon game. So that was my next question is can you. It's PvP at some point, right? Like you can you can play against other people? I, I haven't looked into if you can play against other trainers and all that, any versus mode or anything like that. I can tell you right now that if there is, it won't be. But you know, this Pokemon is a hyper competitive circuit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people can get really into this. You know, you got uh, IV crunchers and all these guys and everything like that. And people are going, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> That's how deep this system can go. We've stepped into it, everyone. Right. That's how deep the system can go. This game does not feel like that system. It wow. feels so like it's a just very, a feel good Pokemon. It's a Pokemon title. It's like Pokemon Stadium. It's it's it feels like it's hey you Pikachu. Right. <laughs> there's there's not a whole lot to analyze. It's a very, I guess the word since it's on a new platform is approachable, because they want people to approach this game. They don't want to scare the heck out of kids with a hardcore Pokemon RPG system. However, that's what Pokemon is. 
since Pokemon on the platform, they've always been kind of diehard RPG systems. Yeah, I mean, if you want a consumable, approachable experience, I mean, that's kind of what Pokemon Go is. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like that's the one that's different than every other game. And, and, I, and I think that Pokemon Go affected what this game was going to be a lot oh, more than I would have liked. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Um, because the strategy of catching Pokemon always felt like... You know, weakening them using sleep or something like that, having a strategy for getting these guys, finding these guys. That was a very rewarding experience. Now I just see them flick a thing at them. That's not rewarding. You just have to make sure you have enough in your inventory to throw. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, monk, I'm a performing monkey at that point. That's not. That's yeah, not but a, you know, yeah, I think you said it already. Maybe it's not designed like geared for you. Maybe it's it's not geared for us. Maybe, maybe it's geared for people that just I have a switch and I need a game that's not uh, Xenoblade <laughs> or something. I need some, my kids are a little tired of this, and it's something slight. It's colorful. They like Pokemon, and they're used to Pokemon Go on their phones. That's who it's for. Yeah, and I, I can yeah. I can see. I could see it selling okay because it's a Pokemon game, and I don't really know that there's been a Pokemon yeah. game in recent memory that's done poorly. But to me, it still doesn't feel like the Pokemon console. Yeah, it's like a not. It's like an uncan. It's not canon almost. Like in I, it, in the in the mainstream Pokemon titles, it's like not canon. It feels like it. Yeah, mm. and that's the thing. It's we'll have it to. I mean, are the reviews be, are the reviews okay for it so the far? The reviews are about seven, eight out of ten. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But like for what it could be, if you were, this released what two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I think something like yeah. that. About a week and a half ago, I want to say it. Uh, yeah. Not not to jump tracks hard, but it's getting better reviews in some games out there. And uh, that brings us to or the next thing that, we want to that, talk about. That brings us to the the most recent disappointing mm-hmm. game release. This this was disappointing. This I is unfortunate because I think if I remember correctly, you felt pretty high like in spirits about this game. I felt like when I was looking at some of the production stuff, their mentality, and everything. I thought they were they looked like they were on the right track. And the game we're talking about, by the way, is if you haven't figured it out, is Fallout seventy six, right. the MMO game from Bethesda. Except well. Hold on. There's not a lot of, Beth- like, uh, I, why I doesn't a, this I, feel like I, a Bethesda game? I, well, it fe- you know, no, what it really feels like to me. From from, I haven't bought it. I haven't played any of uh-huh. it. I have watched a lot on it. What, what it feels like, is like they took the assets from Fallout 4. Yes. And they gave it to like Bethesda Montreal or something. Right. They gave it to like a, a subsection of Bethesda, maybe a, a freshman team or something that took it and made a game that is a cash grabby game. Something they could put microtransactions in, something that you can get the creator workshop, the thing that they've tried yeah, so many times to push. to push. Now they can actually control it fully. Something that they can push the Bethesda launcher with, even right. though that's a terrible idea. It's not even on Steam. Yeah. So which is one of the things it's kind of getting railed for. But it seems like a game where Someone out there said, hey, you know what we need? We need a gritty, lonely experience of a, of a wasteland, but we also need it to be full of your favorite people, but not too many of them. So we're going to cap it at 24 people on a server. So, And we're going to give this beautiful map. So you have like the map designer from Fallout 4, which knows how to make they know how to make maps. Yeah. It's a gorgeous map. You have the assets from Fallout 4, gorgeous assets. It's fantastic. They've right. learned a lot from the modding community, and I'm sure they've implemented that. Got the animation, the kinematic system from Fallout 4. That's great. It was pretty decent. Okay, we're moving forward. But then the, you get the quests from robots. Yeah. There's no NPCs that are people. There's no raiders. It's just mm-hmm. super mutants. And the only other people you have are just sort of... There's a, and there's a fast travel system, which 
I get why that's important in Fallout 4, but I mean, it's a game that I should be running between locations and f- and 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 doing things. Yeah. It, I, I shouldn't want to fast travel to avoid all of the in-between, all the all the garbage that's in-between me and my destination. And I've heard it's too easy. Yeah. I've heard it's an easy game to play. And it's empty. It's it's. I think, you know what, Bethesda probably banked on more or people loving that empty wasteland concept a lot more then people are really loving the empty wasteland concept in reality. I think right. they probably anticipated it selling a lot better, or they just really got disconnected. Well, it, you ha, with the RPG people. stands for role playing game. You cannot be a one man stage show. How right. can you play a role with no one else there? That's the thing. So that's why Fallout Four. Some could say it works, but some can say it doesn't. Fallout 4, you can at least role play. I think... Because you can interact with people. I get from a storyline standpoint, because the whole point is that 76 is supposed to be the first vault that opens right. um, after the bombs drop. So, of course, there wouldn't be any living people. You know, yeah. like arguably 76 and the other vaults that will open in, in the storyline when they may they may allow, say, more people to get out there and maybe maybe NPCs from other vaults will show up or whatever. But the, the, the idea is that there are no people because no one survived the blast and only people in vaults are repopulating the earth. And maybe two or three hundred years after that or something. I, I don't I'm not really sure why it's and if you ignore ghouls. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you. Yeah, exactly. So thank you. Um, I wish you would work for Bethesda because then yeah. maybe you could you know but so the, the, there's a bunch of things about sort of how uh, and the lore from the other games you know there's a there's a rich universe that spans yeah. they, eight, I think eight eight canon versions of that I think directly contradict the narrative of Fallout 76 yes mm-hmm. and the, the, the issue is oh it and seems, Super Mutants it seems mm-hmm. so counterintuitive to everything that Fallout's been. Yeah. I think people, and, and, and a lot of reviewers have been saying this, we didn't want a massively multiplayer online experience. It's it's not massively multiplayer. We would have settled it's for just co-op. A, it's just a massive... That's what people really wanted. They wanted another Fallout game with multiplayer. They didn't want a multiplayer-only right. Fallout experience. Because when you do that, it relies so heavily... When, when, when you're designing an MMO, for anyone out there like mm. Video Game Class 101, when you're designing an MMO and you want it to be successful, don't try to compete with WoW. Right. Don't don't be WoW because everything that's tried to be WoW has failed. You, WoW you, isn't even really doing that great, to be honest. WoW, everyone wants the WoW because they get they, they get their hands again. They go, ooh, that constant revenue that, stream. That Blizzard money. That, uh, that, the subscription. They, they get money for just subscriptions. What if we can get our hands on that? That's the mentality. They can't do that anymore. No, they. They. I mean, I'm Eve, not paying a subscription Eve, for Jack. Eve is. Eve is arguably like kind of okay, but it's a mm-hmm. different type of animal. Mm-hmm. But you know, every MMO that's tried to be WoW has failed. Um, and, and it's not like it's a lack of resources, lack of money. I mean, Star Wars had an MMO. Everybody remembers that, yeah. it, and it's free to play. It, it's. It's. There. There are so many problems. Whenever you, if it's an experiment, I get it. But it probably shouldn't have been a Fallout game for the experiment that it is right now. Well, and, it, and it's very No Man's Sky like. Yeah, that's what a lot of direction, a lot of sort of uh, similarities have been drawn. That it's No Man's Sky two, 
But the problem is, No Man's Sky was built by Hello Games. Hello Games was an incredibly small development studio, and this was making their first game, let's just say. Right. So they kind of, they didn't deserve all the hate that they got. Yeah. They deserve an amount of hate, but not all the hate that they got. And eventually, they made an amazing product. They did a, a year, great job. A year later, they held to the promise, and they delivered what they promised on. Not when they promised it, but they delivered it eventually. Do you think Bethesda will do the same? I don't know that there's any reason for Bethesda to continuously invest money into this game past where it's at right now. They'll fix yeah. it a little bit, but I think they're going to go the Mass Effect Andromeda route. And if they don't, they need to do something that's incredibly worthwhile, this something hurt, notable. This hurt the Fallout brand. This is going to be making it... Th- th- what sucks about this is that maybe 10 years down the road, somebody who, like me, who was like, man, I really like those Fallout games. Man, let's try to do another one. Like, I think we could do something with the new stuff and everything. And now people will go, yeah, but 76 sucks so bad. And I'm like, now I got to fight against that now. Yeah. I've hurt my brain in such a real way. Well, <laughs> and you, Fallout you, 4 wasn't that great. I'm like, oh, God, two guys. Like, yeah. Man. Two, one lackluster and one incredibly faulty. Bro- yeah, broken. Just, broken. Uh, buggy. They're, they're, broken. They're quest, they're, the, let's, talk about, let's talk about the download size for a minute. 89, 50, 90 gigs. It was 47 gigs for the initial and then 52 day one patch. 52 gigs day one patch. Almost 100 gigabytes of a game. And this game is doesn't not. Work. It, it doesn't work. And it's always online. You have to always play it online, which is fine. If you were getting anything from online. Right. But what are you getting? It's just, it's empty, boring, bland. It's unfortunate. Unexciting. It's it's unfortunate, and it didn't need to be that way. No, and I still enjoy Fallout 4. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I like playing it. I love playing with my set. I love putting on my headphones. There's there's so much content to it in the way of mods and and, and the the, Mm. DLC. I feel like I'm growing. The world's not empty because it's, you can, because there's one player, you can do it. And really, you could do that for a co-op experience, I think. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the idea of a co-op experience in Fallout. There's nothing inherently wrong with the idea of 24 people on a map in Fallout. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. Mm. But there's a checklist of, of options, of, of decisions you can make. And I think Bethesda made more wrong decisions. I would here's And here's the thing. If somebody said, like, we want to do a Fallout 76 game and we want to do a moment. Hold on. You forgot to do your in-between game. Yeah. Your in-between game from jumping from uh, solely a single-player game all the way to an engine, right. which we cut had your, trouble doing cut that your teeth way. on something yeah. that you can actually, that can fail. Right. Something that can actually fail, and you can go, well, we're just gearing up for this thing. You don't have to say that, but right. people know what you're doing. Right. The you know? My thing would have been, okay, Fallout 4, we had difficulty with one person playing the game at a time. We had some launch issues. We had some stuttering issues, especially for PC. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking what we can do is we can use that same engine for Fallout 4, fix it, and get that thing ready for PC, Witcher 3 level. I'm talking running great. And the big thing we drop, we go, oh, we're making another 76. We're going to make another Fallout game, 76. Oh, by the way, you guys like four-player co-op? It's there. That's the big reveal at the end. You got one guy in a power armor, and then All you of a show sudden, their, three dudes. And you come got up. their little gamer tags above them, and you just start mowing down yeah. ghouls. And it's like we we are supporting. Uh, it's a big map. You could do all these new things, add a couple features, but we get that map straight for make it like have NPCs and all this. And it says, but you can import your characters 
into your world and you can make decisions on how you scale the enemies for that to make it fun or challenging for yeah. yourselves and you guys can go out and you guys can have fun together so i like i like the together. i like the part sand like the sandbox element to that because mm-hmm. you're like you know yes there's story mm-hmm. yes you could bring in some of your some of your your people right but it, it almost seems kind of like a almost like a like a starbound sort of thing where it's like look you can have characters and you can play together mm-hmm. there is a story you don't have to do it you can mm-hmm. build a house if you want you can yep. you know fight bosses and, and do whatever and do it with your friends or do it by yourself and that's the thing i can like those random events that happen to you and like okay what is the next phase of that i'm like well if i was thinking what i could do with those random encounters Power attracts power. Yeah. So if I have more players on the server, wouldn't it be a cool thing to kind of have an AI director go, you know what? Those guys have been kicking a little too much butt recently. Like a Borderlands sort of thing where it's like more people. Borderlands, left dead. More people, yeah. Like like send in another wave. Right, kind of thing. I'm like, I think they need to be attacked by like a giant, like one of the gargoyle things. Or, you know what? I think they could be swarmed by some ghouls in this building. That's uh, that's very uh, Bandit, is uh, or Gambit rather, in Mm -hmm. in Destiny 2. Gambit is sort of the, and it's, it's a, it's mm-hmm. PvP, but it's really PvE wave-based PvP because right. the other side, the other players are affecting what you do. But the cool thing is, is you take the other players out mm-hmm. and you Im- imagine it as AI looking and say, well, you're really kicking a ton of butt. With ki- right. It's just destroying these waves. Let's go ahead and bump it up a little bit. And that's the thing. Let's, and let's automatically level those everything are the, and up. And those would have been the two big features I would have pushed. I would have been like... It's just unfortunate the way it turned out. It is. And Hopefully it, they'll do something. And I know they were... And I probably would have get, gotten shot and down there because they're like, we want that revenue. So Yeah, I know. They, they absolutely want more money. I feel like it's a cash grab. And I don't... I don't... I don't want to say that this is where it's going to stop, but I feel... I feel like Bioware, even though EA was pulling strings, yeah. I feel like Bioware is a more dedicated company mm-hmm. um, to to its player base. Yes. And they couldn't fight off what EA was doing. And as a result, Mass Effect ended up being where it's at. Hopefully after, like, so 11-7, mm-hmm. uh, in 7-day, yeah. there were a lot of, like, maybe another Mass Effect games in the works because yeah. there were a lot of stuff. In 7-day always does that. It re-energizes the community. And hopefully it, it, there is something because right. I love Mass Effect. I I I don't foresee. Hopefully I'm wrong and hopefully they fix it and they no man's sky and it's going to be a great game in a year. But you in no way shape or form should be made to pay 50 or more dollars for a broken early test app. No, a beta absolutely thing. not. It just doesn't there's no way. So and if, and if they came up to the, and if they were on the thing and they weren't, you know what? If Bethesda was met this head on and said, "You know what? This is not the game we wanted to make. This isn't going like we wanted to. We don't want to drop this for you guys that do have a game. We're going to try to keep improving." If and they could own it. And it's like yeah. and, but here's the thing. I would go out there like in a year if this game's not where you guys want it and if it's not improved, I wouldn't ask you to buy it. Give us yep. a year to kind of work on this. Uh, we are. I. It sucks at launch. We're trying something new as a company. We've never really done a memo. That's what Final Fantasy fourteen did. I mean, they remade the entire universe and re, you know, Realm Reborn. Yeah. Which I mean, and that was that was a good thing to do because that community is still going strong, and that was from yeah. a community that was a direct com- competition with WoW. Yeah. And. It wasn't going well. I remember playing the, the beta. First, yeah, I did the, for, uh, for the, the first fourteen. I played like a three or four hours, and I got stuck on the the the, the glitch. If your little animal thing was behind mm. you, you couldn't move. Yeah, yeah. And like and, it was but so it was bizarre. Like, that can't happen. You can't have that. It's it, nothing's gonna be perfect. No, you know, like eventually things will approach perfection. But I mean, nothing's gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. 
the the patch first uh, the one day patch that is larger than the entire install of the game <sighs> that was that was just interesting to me that that would be a thing that's bad game design that's that's clearly a company yeah. that has not is not used to what they are trying to do now and the middle game the middleware game would have been a really good step and they didn't and do I it, think so. next up we're going to talk about a game that didn't know what it's doing yes and that um, made me happy let's go to Torquay by Gabrielle Robin we'll come back after the break though I imagine we're actually running really low on time because hey, we're talking to, we're talking to Storm uh, yeah I talked to Storm. Um, I'm MG. I'm Dustin. This is the Experience Points Radio Show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Hey, we're back on Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU, but not for much longer. Yeah, we ran out of time. Uh, this is the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. And we're very going to quickly going to end this. Uh, so, Torquai by Gabriel Robin, we are out of time. Yes. Um, we were talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that more next week. It is a masterpiece, just so everyone knows. I'm, I'm very happy with I'm it. I'm hoping uh, that, you know, maybe during the Thanksgiving break, I'll be able to uh, purchase it and play a little bit of it. I, I kind of want to play Red Dead 1. To, to catch up, but I know, I know it's a prequel. I want to so play I the one before. It. I was trying to play the one before that Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver, which is not connected, but totally. It's that middleware it's, game we were talking about. That's, lo- that's the middleware game. I would game. love to do a stream or a Let's Play of that with you. That would be oh, so fun. Okay, all right, all right. Um, we're going to end on uh, Annihilation of Monsteropolis by the Megas. We have a website, exppoints.com. Check it out if you would like. Until next week, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Play happy some Thanksgiving. games out there. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. This is the Experience Points Radio Show exclusively on. Well, not really exclusively anymore. We already addressed that. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but on Southeastern Zone, 90.9 KSLU. Bye, guys.